Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The holiday season is here, and so are holiday savings in honor of Black Friday. Podswag is offering some amazing deals on products from all your favorite podcasts up to and including James Bonding, where you can buy a Kananga balloon or pigeon double-take shirt. Now, Matt's not here to record this ad, so I'll tell you. But I am here to edit this episode, so I'll tell you you should buy a Kananga balloon t-shirt. Bye. You should probably buy a pigeon double-take t-shirt. Guys, tell everyone what the craziest moment in all of James Bond history is by wearing it proudly on your chest. Be one of the first 100 orders and you'll get free shipping on your entire purchase. Or take advantage of one of Podswag's other amazing offers, including 30% off t-shirts and apparel, 20% off accessories like socks, pins, and totes, or 25% off esoterica items like stickers, glassware, and posters. There may even be some brand new James Bonding posters that Matt and I spent a lot of time signing. So, you go to podswag.com. It's all happening on Black Friday. That's podswag.com. Matt and Matt, Matt and Matt, James Bonding Podcast. Podcast. That's Ugh. it. I'm only doing Avatar references from here on. Well, out. lucky for you, they're making nine more. <laughs> I think it's actually five. Four, right? Four. Three, five? two, one. <laughs> Welcome to James Bonding. <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm Matt as well. <laughs> Today, you only live twice with our good friend and third time guest guest. Uh, record, I think, right? No. Third time yeah. guest record. Yeah, yeah, I think so, Paul. I'm the first of three? Yeah. No, wait. Wait, you're do tied. we lie? Amanda and Maria. Mm. Uh, who will win anyway? Who will win anyway? Who will win anyway? Who will win anyway? Wait, I was on for You Only Live. This is Paul F. No, You Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. You're also our Dr. No. second guest, Dr. No. Dr. No, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where we all figured out Sylvia Trench. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The That's filthiest Bond man without being filthiest so. Bond man. <laughs> Guys, thanks for having me back. Paul F. Tompkins, uh, it's great to have you back. We are doing uh, a month of Paul's and we didn't even know it. Yeah. It just worked out this way. Paul Vember, so. we are going. <laughs> um, you only live twice. Have you seen this? Uh, when's the last time you had? I must have seen it when I was a, but a wee child. So a long time. It's been yes, a long, time. long, long time. I haven't seen even a, a clip from it in all that time. Like there was so much stuff that I forgot about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that it's good. No. Oh, that's. Oh. Yeah. 
That's a you're coming out of the gate, huh? Yeah, I no. don't think it's good. That's good. We should uh, <laughs> just just wow. disclaim, disclaim, proclaim, declaim, declaim, declaim. <laughs> Uh, I this is one that's always ranked low on my list. However, this time I liked it more. I will one hundred percent agree with Matt Gorley on oh. this. Mm-hmm. Liked it more than I have in the past. Mm. Yeah, I feel like this round through I've been liking them more. I wonder if because last time I, we were are we in, having like double nostalgia for something we were nostalgic for? We might be, but you know, you and I started that podcast after a long just personal bond yeah. trips, and so maybe we were facing a little fatigue. And I kind of went away from Bond for a while. Yeah. after that podcast because I was really fatigued. Yeah, we now, both stopped. The dark times. Yeah. We put it down. We'll yeah. see how we are. I bet you that by the end of this run of films, whatever films they are, will suffer a little bit because yeah. you know. We'll see. I mean, I, because you have both seen these so many times, right? Yeah, right. Multiple times. Yeah. And I think that um, you are bound to be looking at new things. There's probably stuff that strikes you as, you know, even though it's familiar, like, oh, that was actually really well done. You know, that yeah. that was a good sequence. Yeah. I think you're analyzing them subconsciously. You're analyzing them in a different way. That's right. Than you would before. Yeah. This one's plot was better to me as just a detective mystery plot. I don't remember the misogyny being as heavy the last time I watched this one. There's a lot of just kind of real dated humor in this. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And but it's this, more I so know now. That's, I know that's the case with Bond, but this one specifically, that is not something that's stuck in my memory as much as watching it this time through. I think it's always, whenever you take a gander, I have the coffee mug of this movie. Uh, because I just thought it was very funny to have <laughs> Sean Connor. the coffee mug <laughs> of this movie. movie. I have the View to a Kill coffee mug. Yeah, I got Matt the right, View to yeah. a Kill coffee mug. I picked up this one because— Which movie do you have the coffee mug of? Oh, I think—I uh, got to get out of here. <laughs> but it is—you know, I, I look at it many mornings, and it's just James Bond being bathed by Japanese women. Yeah. That's the coffee. Oh, that's what's that, on the mug? That's what's oh, on the mug. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's the poster. That's the mug. Oh, wow. It's that was the poster? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Let's leave. Like you're saying in 1967, when they were marketing this movie to people, Uh that was the, that, that was the only image on the poster or there was other stuff? Yeah, I don't know this poster. I think there's other stuff on the poster, but it's mainly that I'll show you the, the uh, image and, uh, Really oh, wakes me up every morning to to what the world was and what it should be. Yeah, the the misogyny in this movie it 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 crosses over from just oh that was of its time into gross. Yeah, you know there are a few moments of that for sure. Yeah, because yeah. it feels it feels very pointed. You uh-huh. know, it feels like let's let's get another one of those in here. Same with uh, the racism. Like there's 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 time you know the what, time guys? racism and there's also real transcendent. Doesn't matter yeah. what. Uh, Absolutely. It is the only thing on the poster. <laughs> wow. See? Oh, and he also stands there yeah. with a gun off to the side. Yeah. Right. So well, don't worry. Just yeah. to tell you I there's mean, some spy, wor- spy yeah. craft. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, um, I went to Japan last year, and uh, this is the first time I've watched this movie since going to Japan. So there was a kind of, I don't know, like travelogue feel to it. And, and mm. I went to Himeji Castle where they do the, <laughs> the ninja training with oh. the traditional ninjas and, and the, the modern ninjas. The ninjas with guns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I love, but uh, you do really get quite a. You sort of. I do enjoy how much of Japan you get in this, and it's how much of Japanese Japan, culture yeah. you're getting in yeah. it. So you're like, let's see a wedding. Yeah, let's see yeah. a funeral. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I remember that as well because usually he really 
globe trots. Here he's just Hong Kong and yeah. Japan, right? Yeah. And I think Any it's a you know, tiny bit of no, because he's yeah. not even in England because they're on the submarine. Right. The whole thing takes place in Asia. The which Orient. Is, yeah. Mm. The Orient. The mysterious Orient. Thank God he didn't get that pig faced woman he was promised. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, that was a great prank. <laughs> I got it. As many problems as I had with this film, that was a hilarious joke on James Bond. You're going to have to marry a pig-faced lady, and then it's, no, she's beautiful, after he's looking disgustedly at these two women who are <laughs> less than drawings of women. Sure. Are, and are they pig-faced woman number one and pig-faced woman number two in the credits? Uh, I the didn't script? check the credits like, what, what, what script were they yeah. reading? We need to take a look. Yeah. Close up. A withered old crone steps forward. <laughs> she raises her head. Bond is disgusted. Another crow steps forward, even more withered and lined with years than the last. Just when you thought the first one could not be out pig-faced. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have rolled dolls with us. <laughs> uh, that is also a thing I always forget until I'm watching the opening credits, is yeah. that Roald Dahl wrote the screenplay for oh, this Oh, did movie. he really? Yeah. Mm, that guy's uh, problematic. Yeah. Well, they traded. Ian Fleming wrote the screenplay to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Oh, sure. And Roald Dahl wrote this screenplay. That's why that, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I've still it's never a, seen it. It's a I children's movie that hates children. <laughs> <laughs> I but think it, we should. We, you, should, oh, we, yeah, should, we have to do it. We're going to add see it. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. We're going to add we'll it. We'll cover it on this because its crossover is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Probes in it. Ken Adam did the production design. Yeah. Fleming. And, and this is from just from my childhood memory. It's not good. Isn't there a car called like the Kid Catcher or something like that? A car? Isn't no, there a there's car? a character. <laughs> the Chitty Chitty the Bang The child bang. catcher. Shit. He who scarred so many children. This dude <laughs> is terrifying. Terrifying. And his his title is his job. He goes out and he catches children. Like child for, catcher. For the government? I, I think. Are they what? wayward children, though, that are lost? Oh. I think it's any kid that's just loose in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> he will lure them with candy and cakes no. and pies. Oh. And then he will put them like a dog catcher is this in a Fro? cart. No. Oh, no, no, no. we this are. Is, this, is a, this is a British actor. Oh, I hope I can remember this sequence. This guy, the actor, modeled his performance on Laurence Olivier's Richard the Third, I oh, think. Okay, and Lawrence Olivier modeled his Richard the Third on some other person. I can't. There's this like this this great line of of influence and performance, and I can't remember. But it's it's worth looking up if you can find the story. Okay, um, or maybe ends, I can. Does do it that end up? Now. Does it end up being like multiplicity, where the <laughs> the fifth version of this person just licks pizza? <laughs> Classic uh, film, multiplicity. Well, I don't Check it out. For we'll be covering that on an off week as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, as 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 there are some problematic issues with the script through Road Doll, I think he did do a great job. With the plot. This is a plot that is clear. easy to follow. It is a clear, clear plot with a clear plan. I like the way it unfolds, too. Absolutely. And this is, I will say, of all of the Sean Connery Bond movies, this is the most like spy Bond that, that we get That may be with Dr. No I'd put up there with that, too. Yes, but he assumes multiple identities in this one. Yeah. Where mm. he does not do that in any other film. Yeah. 
And also, you can't. I really, really love the opening of this film. The fact that you get this great special effects space sequence that, at the time, must have blown people away. Yeah, it, it, do, it doesn't look bad. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look, look bad. Look bad. It, yeah. I guess in the the term would be it holds up, knowing how old it is. But just seeing that in that time, and then seeing Bond killed. And then going straight to the opening titles, audiences must have just went, what, what's happened yeah. to my world? I don't know what's going on here. Two things about the opening. The clearly British actors playing oh, American yeah. astronauts. <laughs> yes. No astronaut. <laughs> hey, we're going outside a capsule now. <laughs> hey, it's great. We're in space. Get a load of this. The moon. This capsule looks like Georgia. <laughs> and then the, the cut to James Bond is so abrupt. Mm-hmm. It's so abrupt. Editing was something crazy back then. And yeah. also Peter Hunt, the editor of these films, was known for his abrupt editing. So, mm. But usually in action sequences. So it's strange when you have something that's not to just so quickly smash cut to yeah. something like that. It's yeah. sort of like, oh, I'm sorry. Should we come back? Yeah. <laughs> I also love that all the McDonald, I guess, is it McDonald Douglas? I don't know. Those space scientists have these uniforms. But then you cut to Hawaii and they're just wearing like short sleeve plaid <laughs> well, shirts. you got to know like, where they are. Know. you got to dress it up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, was Dress skirts. Yeah. I will say I'm very. <laughs> I'm definitely. Hawaiian. <laughs> As a fan of early uh, American space travel, I did appreciate how uh, accurate the Gemini capsule was, even though they called it a Jupiter capsule. And the uh, so they wouldn't get sued. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> us. What? What'd we do? Uh, the uh, hand nozzle thing that he uses in the EVA is, oh. is accurate to what? Then I have a question about Ed this. White used. Yeah, go ahead. Because there's some design element in there that I just loved, and I couldn't find any practicality for it. Mm-hmm. So when they're in their seats, they're these like metal side pieces, but they have grommet holes, and then just like shoelaces along the sides of them. And I couldn't think about what that would possibly be for other than Ken Adam just going like, I saw this somewhere. I love the look of it. I think that it. was a Ken Adam spruce up. But yeah, who spruce him up. I wonder if that really is. But he he's sort of notorious for looking at the real things and putting it in there. I don't know. He did. Oh, man. There's a couple sets Notorious. in this. There's, just I mean. Detention to detail. <laughs> He's infamous for it. He's infamous for doing. <laughs> this guy in charge of design is infamous for his design. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, oh, and when the, the guy's uh, lifeline gets severed, the astronaut. Yeah. And he just he like <laughs> immediately <laughs> flies away. Uh, where is the summit that the the like special councils are having in the snow where those geodesic jo- domes are? Like that they all met in the Arctic to have yeah. a secret talk. I loved they, it. I did too, but where where they don't even give you a little subtitle of Doesn't somewhere matter. in the Arctic. Doesn't matter. Drag that must have been. <laughs> Why can't we go there? to a warm place? And it seems like it would have been a little more pressing than to take the twenty. 24 hours yeah, travel time. Exactly. Exactly. Get on the and phone. was that place just there already? It's for that reason. <laughs> the emergency summit <laughs> camp. Between only three nations, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it only there was the UK? Yeah. And, Russia and, and the United States. UK is the voice of reason of like, calm down, gentlemen. Yeah. You know, we've <laughs> slow, got our man. Slow on. your roll, US. <laughs> I love that guy. That guy is so British. And I think the only reason he probably I would wager that he didn't win the who's the most British because when you get to Charles Gray oh. later. Oh boy. Like, Do you yeah, ever Mr. get to Henderson. Charles Gray? Yeah, yeah. He may be the most British of the whole series. That character he's playing. Oh wow. Mm. The knife in the back, Mr. So you're Henderson. giving him a one seat in our bracket. I'd, I'd have to think about it, but yeah, I mean, he just trails off at times. Like even the way he gets stabbed in the back, like I say. yeah, he just freezes British. He doesn't even look pain. He just freezes upper crust. <laughs> His stiff upper lip becomes a whole stiff upper well, body. I've, I've had a good innings. <laughs> 
Cheerio. <laughs> oh, I love that. Scene. Uh, why do Chinese girls taste different? Did we figure that out? Ooh. That's that. Yeah, that's your first one where it's just. I... It, there's you mean the first line things. James yeah. Bond speaks? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. many yeah. things wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> across race lines, across gender lines, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, excellent police response time in Hong Kong <laughs> between <laughs> machine guns going off and 17 yeah. police officers storming. A dangerous Murphy bed that has a button that is just eminently pressable by accident, just sitting there on a post beam. Yeah. You don't want some Murphy bed that that's fast to be able to be accessed. That also, quickly. I love a Murphy bed that will uh, in no time lift a 220-pound, six-foot-two mm-hmm. man yeah. with the bed. <laughs> I like how she she sprang into action. Like as soon as she hit that button, she is like she's really selling the idea that we have a very limited amount of time to get this done. <laughs> this guy could struggle. He could get out of that Murphy bed. I need to let these guys in immediately so they can shoot him. And they run in with great speed. And I think even the film is in it because it feels like they undercrank the camera and everybody's running a little too quickly or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, really pressing. Also, she could have just opened the door, I guess, and uh, let them in. And they could have shot him in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was she? Here's my question: what, Who was in on it? Was she? she I think is she in do, on it? They do I think mention she's her later, yeah. yeah, because the, uh, M says something about her or something yeah. later, like yeah, she's in on it. And the cops have to be, or their guns were replaced with blanks. They had to be. Wait a minute. Here's something strange. <laughs> Whoa, is this they a can't be blanks. This is a retro gloft because when they lower the Murphy bed, there are bullet holes in the wall yes, behind. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah. And there's blood. And he's got no body armor on. He could have a, there could be a metal plate in that bed protecting him. But how did the bullets get through? The bullets don't go through him. He has no exit wounds. But she would have had to make sure or he entry was lined wounds. up exactly. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> that should have been the tip off. <laughs> Wait a I second. I don't think this guy's really dead. <laughs> but he was bleeding. Very red blood. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh. The, this movie, this opening is a delight. I love it. I love it really it. is. <laughs> and after On the Heels of Skyfall, too, you really see the connection of just going to the titles on a cliffhanger of is Bond mm-hmm. alive? Like, will we have a two-hour movie with no James Bond? Is it really going to happen? It's not going to happen. It will never happen. We keep thinking it might happen. Um, let's talk about the opening sequence and song. Okay. Let's get into it. Nancy Romeo Sinatra. Taurus, yeah. She... Does a great job with this. Song. She does, yeah. yeah. So this is a really good Bond theme, I think. Yeah. I love the theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so. <laughs> my wife, my wife was like, "What? What? Which movie is this?" And I was like, "Wait for it." And then she just started singing the wow. chorus, and she was like, "I don't get it." I was like, "It's you on the twice." I don't get it. <laughs> it's all you on the twice. This is the one that Amanda will sometimes sit down and watch a little bit because she loves Japan so much. So, oh sure, yeah. He sure. is uh, when he's walking through. I mean, that's somebody who loves Japan. If they're like, I'll even watch this. Yeah. <laughs> that's a sure sign. It is, uh, it is fun to see how freakishly tall James Bond seems. When even he's, when he's hunched over. I know. Yeah. Which makes it somehow worse. And they, they I, in the wedding scene, not to jump ahead, but they clearly like rounded up the tallest Asian guys I, they could find. Still. Please, please. <laughs> Get, get more get more of the tall guys in there. This is it. And I swear there, even the men are wearing those uh, wooden sandals that have the kind of lifts on them, too. Mm-hmm. They're really doing all they can to meet him halfway. Now, they can't even do that. I have a question. They met him literally halfway. <laughs> I have a question, and I'm glad Paul's here to Hi. help me with this. Sure. 
I like that. Is the cut of his suit so different, or is he just put on some weight? He's put on some weight. Oh, I yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it is? I, know, yeah. I was not asked. It's not like a late 60s cut that is like a little- No, he. Lo- I think throughout this whole thing, he looks thicker than he mm-hmm. did previously. Yes. Okay. Even in the face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. He does. He's much fuller of face. Yeah. When his shirt's off, though, he doesn't seem- Well, he's not like- I mean, I would yeah. kill for that bod. Sure, and, and I and will. How how old is he in this? He's uh, fifty. No, he's still <laughs> likely in his thirties. That's the crazy part. What? Let's see, hold on. Yeah, let me check this out. I, I in, in my head, everyone in movies from nineteen twenty to nineteen seventy is forty five years old. <laughs> yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've never aged. So this was sixty seven. And he was born in 30, so he's 37 years old. Wow. wow. There we go. Wow. I should be so lucky. <laughs> um, okay, so the burial at sea, I think, is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it. Uh, a lot of a lot of mystery as to what's happening, what's in there. I love that the guy has the newspaper next to him and is looking with binoculars to confirm that the man in the newspaper is dead. <laughs> There's another Skyfall thing where you see the obituary. And yeah, that's taken from the novel. There's very few similarities to the novel in this movie, but one of them is that he's dead, and you get to read his obituary. And he gets married, I think, in Japan, and goes under a different name. Um, what do you think of the uh, submarine AMS office? Love it, and I love it, and I want to know: Does Money Penny go like, okay, we're we're relocating to a submarine, and she'll go, all right, well, I need to take my two flower paintings, <laughs> or does someone who's moving <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. just move all their decor as well? Because M's yeah. model ship is in there. Well, it's yeah. interesting. I think that they're. I feel like docked near the Thames is the M submarine ready to go <laughs> an M plane at an airfield somewhere mm-hmm. where all of these offices are already built ready to go so sh- you think that there are duplicate flower paintings and duplicate yes. model ship yes i do uh, is that I not mean, a more likely explanation probably. than they brought them probably <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's each. much more likely that they said, let's make these places, all of these places, as homey as possible. I want to feel like I st- – it's like Barbara Streisand with her dressing room writer. Yeah. It's like it has to look exactly the same so yes. that she always feels well, like – I didn't know about this. But yeah, really? I think it's Barbara Streisand. There's some weird – like it has to be – any dressing room she goes into has has to match these specific specifications so she can always feel like – uh, it's the same. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, which, look, hey, I get it. And if I had the power, I would do that. You would do it? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love it but if what, every hotel we, room looked the same. Honestly. Yeah. She to might what have extent, that though, like, are they painting the walls for her? Yeah. Or? Yeah. For sure. They're probably putting in false, like, mirror sets or but, whatever. But look, yeah. also, Barbara Streisand is playing... Nice places. She's not playing places like we play. (laughs) She's not playing the grammar scene. (laughs) I love the grammar scene. It's great. I think that's that's too much. She's. I mean, come on. What these nice places presumably have been very well designed, and so they have to take sure take some of that. Absolutely. Wow. It'd be better. I think it'd be cheaper just for her to travel with a portable, like tiny house. That's decorated the way she wants. Maybe she's doing that by now. Now that tiny houses have become (laughs) so So proliferated. (laughs) We finally cracked the technology of tiny houses. Uh, Trailer technology was what we needed, and it's finally here. Uh, There is 
<laughs> the when she throws the book of instant Japanese at him. Yeah. And we get that lovely line of exposition. Yeah. You forget I took a first in Oriental languages. Did we need the insert shot of the little Japanese book? Not Would, at all. Wouldn't it have been enough for her to just hold up a book and yeah. say, "Hey, here's some Japanese for you?" And he's yeah. like, "I already know Japanese." <laughs> yeah. Like I get, I get why we needed to hear him say, "I'm fluent in Japanese." There is a time when like they hadn't discovered certain <laughs> editing shortcuts and stuff because right. I was watching I Love Lucy last night and oh, she's God. sitting there reading a mystery novel, dipping chips into it cheese dip and it's she's at her vanity and her cold cream is right next to it and they're very clearly labeled as you might imagine like a prop master made Absolutely. Them. and it's a medium shot and you can easily read it and you know what's coming and you're expecting it but they still cut to a tight insert of it going into the cold cream <laughs> and it just doesn't need to happen uh, <laughs> the did the audience go oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah great yeah <laughs> there, I, I've been going on a I Love Lucy kick lately, and watching it just for the audience is reason alone to watch because mm. when she does something, there are times when the audience isn't laughing, they are screaming. Like, yeah. Ah! <laughs> I can't believe the comedy right now. I've never seen comedy like this. And they frankly, had it. I feel they the same it. way. I know I, I'm, I've been revisiting this. I haven't watched probably in 20 years, and it's making me so happy because it's both nostalgic. <laughs> you've seen them all. Right. But a lot of it still holds up, and then there's a lot of oddities where she'll just look to the camera and go, ooh, <laughs> you know. I don't know. It's There are so many things going on. I love it. <laughs> you love Lucy. I do. Uh, there is – okay. So he arrives in Japan. <laughs> and he's immediately being tailed by women with giant speakers in their back. Hey, hold on a second. I yeah. realize I don't know how they how his death was faked. In the sense of You mean what part like how they got it out to the public? No, no, no. Obviously to the public they just say, "Hey, James mm-hmm. James Bond is dead. Bad news, guys." Yeah. But so they did the people who were shooting him, mm-hmm. did they know they were not killing him? Who were those people? I think those people, my my read on the whole situation is that those people had no idea that they weren't actually killing him. Right. And I, think I do right. think that there were there was some sort of protective metal plate or something in in the Murphy bed. <laughs> and I think that the bullet holes in the wall are just around his probably. body. Probably. We'd the have plate. to relook at it. You're probably right. But yeah, although what's weird is that those bandits you would think would be like bandits. Well, that you think they'd be bandits, but they're like military regulars. Yeah, they're wearing so uniforms. What's yeah. the story there? Yeah, she's definitely in on it. I think they say that later, but mm-hmm. yeah, right. you don't know if those guys are. Yeah. So those so those guys they think they've killed James Bond. Then there's other uniformed guys that come in. Yes. Two seconds later. <laughs> Did they pass each other at all right. on, the, on the porch? Wait a minute. It's Hong Kong, which would have been under colonial. British role, yeah. And they're shooting British guns. So mm-hmm. it's a command of like British army basically to shoot James Bond, but they don't – no, they do know it's James Bond because they know he's dying. Yeah. Who's commanding this and why are the troops going like, okay, we're going to kill James Bond? Because everybody knows who, he's, who he is in the movie. It's a great – well, it's <laughs> everyone knows who he is until number 11 is surprised that that was James Bond. Yeah. After she says it was in all the papers and it was on the front fucking page yeah. with a picture too large for a military commander. Right. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. So your question was how 
yeah, what was it? Was it blanks? Was it how did they explain away? Because I I missed it somehow. It couldn't how they explained blanks, though, away because they death. show the bullets hitting right. And they go through the Murphy bed to the back wall. Right. So the only explanation would be some metal plate right where he's lying. I guess what I'm saying, what I'm asking is, does anyone in the movie ever say, here's how we did it? No. No. Okay. Okay. No. Never right. I thought I was crazy. No. You missed nothing. I no. thought, <laughs> I'm like, did I have one of my spells? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I think what we needed for Paul is an insert of the paper that explains the plan. <laughs> yeah. Although that happens to me. I, you know, Bond movies at times are made for tuning out, you know, usually yes. around the third act Absolutely. is when you get a little fatigue, especially when they're getting heavy into the complicated plot. And, yeah. Yeah. Why are they all so long? Because I feel like they're yeah. all two hours, right? Yeah, some are two hours. Yeah. yeah, there's and only been a couple that have been under. And for long. that, for that time too, that's insane. Yeah. You know, and it's always, always, always. There's a point where you're like, is this, mm-hmm. "What's happening now? Yeah. Why, what's why is this still right. happening? Let's get to it." Yeah, there's a slog. I mean, there are there are also like it does suffer from the uh, lengthy sceneries. Yes, and because that was production value, you're yeah. getting your money's worth, and yeah. Yeah. no one had been there, and like, yeah, Thunderball really mastered that with the fascination of we can shoot underwater, so let's do it. Please, for yeah. a good third of the film. Please yeah. don't. Yeah. I feel like that will be our last movie we watch. Oh, that'd be tough to end on. I kind of want to get it. Over <laughs> you should. You should start with that one. It's. We should have. You're absolutely you right. You really should. Oh, I can't even. Well, that's why I pulled a Tomorrow Never Dies. I'm like, let's get this one out of the way. And, <laughs> I don't understand. But maybe we'll like Thunderball more now that we've been kind of looking at it. You don't think we so? We won't. So even when they pull the thing – so they he's had some sort of scuba apparatus to enable him to be in the coffin yeah. that went into the drink. And then they pull that out and he instantly <laughs> – Instantly wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> or was he Was he just pretending to be unconscious? I think and he then, was pretending for, for the audience's sake. Like he, as Bond, was not. But it was sort of like, let's just have him be still. Maybe we still think he's dead. I also don't wonder why – I don't wonder. I do wonder why he didn't – you just use the Thunderball thing, mm-hmm. which yeah. seems to be much right. more smaller, compact right? yeah. and, and not – And he's not under there long. Also yeah. – he does not go but 10 feet underwater when the scuba people are picking him up. You can see all the light, and it's like anybody <laughs> looking overboard would be like, they're stealing our guy. Well, and we're the people- part of the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> were the people at the ceremony in on it, or were they really mourning this guy? Oh, that's, that's a, a good, good question too. A, like, where did he have relatives there? Yes, no, it was only a military ser- <laughs> service, yeah. Wait. Also, mm. M's not even there. No. He's waiting for him on the other end, obviously. Too in, a, in a submarine. <laughs> and Money Penny couldn't be bothered. Well, you know. Q? Q? No. Nope. Yeah, he didn't make it. The, yeah. the only three people he knows. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't forget Sylvia Trench. She's in two movies. Slider. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, she hasn't been movies? back. She's in two movies. Oh. She wasn't there for Goldfinger or Thunderball, so She was clearly, cut out of Goldfinger, that's right? That's right. Yeah. Maybe so. So, she But a bridge be had been it. burned. <laughs> but you think Felix Leiter would have come. Well, right. I mean, he's busy in Crab Key probably still, mm. tying up loose ends. Mm. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> this movie. You did enjoy this movie? I, you know, I had a, I had a good time, Paul. Uh, um, let, me, okay. let me take it to something that I love about please, it, too, and that please. is the, the design. The, uh, the places they go, that mm-hmm. – Corporate building in Japan, Tanaka's lair. Yes. That corporate building is beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I love it. Like, also in Tanaka's, like, uh, what do you call that? 
what's a bath? What's the bath thing? Isn't that his house? Yes, but he has that room that's um, what are they called? Uh, Ryokans or uh, but isn't there? Oh, uh, onsen bath. He has that one when when they take the baths with the ladies. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the way that there's like a rock garden that's elevated off the ground with wood borders and stuff like that. Mm. Oh man, that's so good looking. <laughs> but it also made me realize that in many ways James Bond is my least favorite human because he single-handedly <laughs> destroys some of the greatest architectural achievements mankind has ever known. Yeah. If these things are truly being built in the in the real world, yeah. Bond is bringing, blowing all of them up, essentially. Yeah. I don't know why everything has to be blown up. Yeah. Like, they could repurpose some of these <laughs> structures. <laughs> I think I'm catching scene elements, uh, like, that are being repurposed. Like, when he goes to the bar in um, that guy's business office, he's in there twice, the night before and then in the morning yeah. when he comes in. They open the bar, and there's a black quilted leather pad that looks like exactly the same size as the one in Goldfinger's rumpus room and in his airplane. And I'm wondering, wow, you're watching these very closely. I got to look past the action sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was just a popular style of the day. Uh, I think so. But it does make me realize I watch these films half just visually. Like that's most of the joy I get from, not most of it. Well, I mean, it's there to be looked at for sure. You know, it's, it's like that. I will say, the the visually this movie is so much fun to look at there's a lot of really cool stuff um and i really liked the uh i liked the action sequences yeah. i liked the fights you know i thought were really well done in a way that I don't know. It's so different. It's not just that there's a lack of music, you know, yeah. that gives it an urgency. It's also the way it's cut. It's the way it's shot that you just don't really see much in modern cinema, yeah. Yeah. you know, where it feels very – they're like acting the shit out of it. You know, all the fights in this movie, you I'm know, his hand-to-hand fights too. with people. Particularly, I think, that fight that fight in the office yes. building. Yeah. That I, henchman. I, I actually that before. I, I think that might be one of the best fights in a James Bond I movie. Agree. I agree. couch. Yes. <laughs> And what is the couch really made does, of? <laughs> I know. It feels really kinetic, and it does mm-hmm. feel like Connery's phoning it in on his acting in this film, but not the action for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That fight is great. Well, isn't this, and I don't know if we touched on it last time we talked about this movie, but isn't this sort of where he reached his breaking point with being James yeah. Bond? Because he was he so could harassed. Not, yeah, he could there. not go anywhere in Japan. This is the famous story of he went into a bathroom stall, and reporters were putting their cameras up over the stall to get a picture of him. And he, That's nuts. And Cubby Broccoli had to do a press conference where he berated the Japanese press yeah. saying like leave him alone and that's when Connery quit yeah he couldn't take it anymore Ugh. I mean he sticks out like a sore thumb he's, he really does even in the scenes when he's walking through yeah. the streets it's yeah. crazy <laughs> this film also commits one of the um, cardinal sins of movies but is I'm trying to think of what year this stopped happening but it basically happens to every f- older film that does this whenever you see video footage in the movie of a hero having been filmed. It's the footage from the movie that we saw earlier. It That shit drives sure. me crazy. Yeah. And it's like when there's photos of people on a TV show, like a crime show, and it's the headshot. Yes. You know, it's like, we're looking for this <laughs> yeah. person. It's like, what? No yeah. person, no average person just has a picture like that of themselves. <laughs> and it also, I mean, the other thing too, like when he's watching the, uh, usual reception for the car that's chasing them with the guns Mm -hmm. when he's watching that on the little camera inside the Toyota there's apparently a 
another helicopter yes. flying That's, above yeah. the helicopter yeah. <laughs> to take the images to relay back <laughs> early to the drone, Toyota. Early drone. <laughs> um, we're going to talk more about that fight in a minute, but we do have to talk about Tanaka and that uh, that wonderful that wonderful Toyota. I love that Toyota. That car. <laughs> the oh. one that Aki drives? Yes. Yeah. That car is just the bee's knees. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And it's a good didn't, car. didn't one come up for sale recently and it was like Yeah, over a million dollars. They didn't make very many of them. And there was that was the only convertible ever made because they tried to put Sean Connery in it and his head would not fit in the car. Oh my god. So they had to cut the roof off. Is this a Japanese only car or did they have yeah. it in the States? No, no, no. Oh wow. What's how, it called? How tall is Connor again? 6'3"? Six, 6'3", three? Six, six, three, but again, it's a Toyota sports car. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's like when, you know, the uh, a lot of the shorter cars, like the Ford GT famously has those doors that when you open it, part of the roof comes out with the door. Mm-hmm. And oh. then if you go to sit in it and you're over 6'3", it will, it will cut, your cut your head off. So That's like that crack it up that will cut your head off. Steve no question. bought a Mini Cooper. And was driving a Mini Cooper for years. Those cars are surprisingly roomy. They're very roomy. Oh, they yeah. are. Yeah. They really are. you just have your seats lower than you think in there or something? Yeah. yeah, oh. yeah and yeah. the roof's okay. also very tall. Yes, that's From true. where the seat is. All right. I take it all back. This is uh, welcome to Car Talk. I'm Clank. I think it was. I'm, I'm Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sound. I don't know much about cars. Uh, I think it was... Uh, it, Maybe it was a movie Always. John Goodman worked on some Steven Spielberg film, and then Steven Spielberg gave the cast um, Miatas um, as a, like a gift. What? Was it Miatas? No, maybe not Miata. So it's a, it's a car that sounds like that. That's like kind of a cool sporty car. Oh, Maserati, not a Maserati. No, 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 not not. I think I feel like it was. Miata. Those are sporty cars. I'm just. Yeah, that's funny that that's because I think they were new at the they time. They were big, yeah. And um, so John. Go- <laughs> John Goodman said, I feel like a bear in a shoe. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. Uh, The name of the model is the 2000 GT. Mm. Front engine, rear wheel drive, two seat, hardtop coupe Grand Tour. Mm. There were 351 of them made. Wow. Yeah. Do you find that when um, Aki and Bond get together, like it, it is probably one of the most awkward transitions from just agent helping a guy out to suddenly they kiss out of nowhere. It just doesn't feel like they've oh, had any chemistry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And she's really, I, I feel like she got kind of shafted in this movie and she's not given much to do and she's not given much of a chance to show personality, to show, yeah. you know, to, to become a real character. You know what I mean? She's... It was a drag. It was kind of yeah. a drag. Because- Let me ask you this, because originally those the Kissy Suzuki, who plays his wife, mm-hmm. that's the character of the wife and Aki, the actresses were switched, and they switched them before they started because the I think the one playing Kissy couldn't handle the English very well. And it was oh like, wow. There's a dark story about it that she was going to commit suicide. She was so dishonored, oh God. or something. Like I should really read up on this, but that's essentially the story. And so they switched roles. But ne- neither of them really get a chance to to no. become anything more than just you know here's this girl that's you know you go run over there. <laughs> yeah, and I believe they're both dubbed too anyway. So mm-hmm. you're only getting half their performance. Yeah, I mean so much of the dubbing the, is in the opening credits. 
who who like the, yeah. the head of dubbing. Yeah, like, is, that's opening credit. And Tiger is so clearly a Western oh, man doing a Japanese. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's like he sounds like Solo from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, the I mean, I suppose it's time to talk about the most British man in this film. Oh, let's get to it. I love this scene. He whacks him on the leg with the cane really hard. The the fake leg. That's presumptuous. He lost it. That's presumptuous. Yeah, I think that's the whole point. It's also, uh, you know, like uh, maybe ask. I'm go- or you say, lost leg, or right? say I'm gonna hit your yeah. leg right now. Hey, can I? Do you, you mind can. if I? <laughs> this is just procedure. But he's living in one of these traditional Japanese. Uh, I guess is that a ryokan? I don't know. Anyway, but he's brought the comforts of the West with him, like a full canopy bed and some antiques. And yet he's still wearing a kimono. Mm-hmm. I just love that mashup. He also forgive. He also asks that you forgive the mashup of styles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The most British thing to say. Ever. Right. I do apologize. Um, the the death. His death is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I've, I, because I didn't remember that it was extremely well, it was, it was fun and cool. Yeah. 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 It was really well done. And that's what I like about this plot is that there's a lot of one thing happening leading to the next. So that happens. He follows that assassin, gets in his clothes, ends up at this place he otherwise never would have. I mean, the way he fools he that guy. He just crashes through that fucking paper wall. Yeah. <laughs> but then he ends up at this, this building. And he wouldn't have otherwise gotten there, you know. Yeah, just feels like a spy. He does yeah. some. He does some crack spy work yeah. here. Yeah, uh, he knocks that guy down, takes his terrible shoes, which <laughs> just is like, all right, right, you're gonna wear those shoes for two scenes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I had very distracting. That he took them. <laughs> I'd forgotten that he took them, and I saw them, and I went, "Is that what he's normally wearing?" No. Yeah. No. <laughs> When the, when the fight happens, I didn't really notice the shoes. I'm like, does he have spats on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he sure yeah. does. He fight sure spats. Does. Fight spats. Combat spats. Um, spats spats. But it's, you know, it's very quick thinking of him to act injured and to be hunched over, mm. to conceal his size, and uh, just uh, and then he gets to that building and has what I think is just a terrific fight. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's really good. It's, it's, it's visceral. It's very uh, – it seems to be – Kinetic in the sense that they're using everything around them for yes. the yeah. fight. Yeah. Uh, With a man who's clearly Samoan and not Japanese. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> y- you work with what you have, Matt. Um, yeah. I don't you know. You have how access they to all you need. possibly could have found yeah, I mean, someone. Yes. Now we have way more Japanese people now than we did then. <laughs> That's right. Um, there were 40 Japanese people back yeah, then. Yeah. And, and they those were busy. 40 were already in the film. <laughs> That's right. Most of them were sumo wrestlers. That's right. Well, and a lot of them, too, had to be dressed up as a, a Ninja Commandos, modern day Ninja Commandos. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So this fight, I just, the, the use of the couch has always been something that stuck with me because the couch has to be light enough to be wielded by both of them. Yeah. Yet hard enough to affect each of them when hit with right. it. Right. Well, it felt, it felt like. I bought it because it felt like more of a, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, putting you off balance. I'm keeping you mm. at your distance, you mm. know, as opposed to I'm going to like swing this like a baseball bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is, I mean, it's very, 
it, it really grabs your attention when it happens. When it he does. picks up that yeah. couch and like shoves it at but the it, guy, like wow, it's got a precursor to what Jackie Chan and Jason Bourne would do later, which is use yeah. the objects around. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Don't get much back. Then. Yes, yeah. There's so much of that. It's a really good fight. And then at the, at the end, when he after he hits him with that statue and breaks it. And then he very, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. carefully puts <laughs> the statue back. And I think gives it like a little pat or something. He does. He does. <laughs> it's almost like a thanks. Nice working with yeah, you statue. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious <laughs> if these Bond films are the first to really actually make something out of a fight. Because prior to this, they're always a means to an end. Like you just have to vanquish a foe. Yeah. In this, they're taking time to, especially Peter Hunt in the editing, is really taking time to make this a moment to sit and watch, especially in From yeah. Russia with Love with that train fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this is the one time I'm going to call out to the listeners to actually tweet at me some fact. Come on, guys. Whoa. If there's a fight that you think p- proceeds from Russia with Love in that sense that was really there to be a good fight on film. Like a set piece. Yeah. 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 Send it like a hand to hand fight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Send it to Matt Myra. Well, wait, no. <laughs> oh, Matt, you're soliciting tweets, but for me. Yes. Um, the, the moment he drags the body into the bar area and takes the drink, I just think is so wonderfully James Bond. And I could see Daniel Craig doing that now. Yeah. Like it's just such a character. Same thing with busting through the paper wall. Like there's just a lot of these brute force kind of things. I like that he had to make sure like the guy was all tucked in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kick those feet over there. All right. (laughs) Tidy. Leave a place better than you left it. What what kind of vodka was it that he was so disgusted by? Yeah, what was it? No, not No, it wasn't Russian. It was something else. Was it Japanese? I, th- I feel mm. like it was Chinese or something. Or well, yeah, what was it? it, it, it it's the most disgust he's ever expressed on I his know. face. It really also, is. So there's a million bottles there. Try, <laughs> you know, how about try, mix it up? Have a it's scotch. Just the fact that it's in there, it's tainting the whole collection. Um, what do you guys think about Helga Brandt? She passed away like a week or two ago. She plays oh, number really? eleven. Yeah. yeah. And I always remember her being. She never quite did it. Like after. Um, What's her name? Fiona Volpe and Thunderball, who I think is yeah. so great, and they're kind of similar types. But I liked her more in this one. She's just kind of dour, and I don't know. Wait, is this the red lady? Yeah, red, red, yeah. The yeah. red lady. The red. Is lady. this the red lady? Oh, I thought no. the red lady was pretty. <laughs> You're thinking of the Matrix. I like red lady. I want a red lady for myself. <laughs> red lady. Red lady. <laughs> She's better than I remember. She's pretty stoic, but mm-hmm. I think I remember her. I don't remember her as much. She wasn't as memorable to me, but maybe it's just knowing that she passed away. I have a little. Well, she's a real trooper for putting up with that first scene. Um, I'm with, trying to remember the Where it's like, you know, smoking is not good for oh, your yeah. chest, and then he likes a healthy chest and all that stuff. Oh, right. It was like that. I, I immediate, my mind immediately goes to, you know, they have to light that scene, position the camera, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> She's got to stand there at least for the first, you know, uh, set up. And then. All right. We got to turn around. Everyone take 20. Yeah. No, uh, lower. Lo- I think lower, lower the camera. <laughs> Second team, except red lady. Red lady stands in for everyone. <laughs> oh boy. That there's is. A lot of, there's a lot of anti-smoking messages. I know, in this movie. but it also seems like it's leading up because there's, Twice. But it's all bad guys. Yes. <laughs> Saying you shouldn't smoke. Even Tanaka time. says, like, you shouldn't smoke. Yeah. And then yet his cigarette is the deus ex machina that saves the whole day in yeah. the end. 
But it does seem like all of it is intentional, but I don't know what the message is. Like, it is okay. To, it's like Roa Dahl saying, everybody complains that I shouldn't be smoking, but look how smoking e- saves exactly, life. Exactly. Yeah. Literally, it yeah, saved yeah, yeah. his life. Like, fucking Blofeld is like, hey, look, you know, smoking's not great for you. Yeah. I wish you wouldn't, but go ahead. Guess what's also <laughs> not great for you? <laughs> if you must. <laughs> Here's what's not great for the world either. Special executive for extortion, terrorism, and whatever those letters stand for. I can never remember. Super perjury. (laughs) Engineers. Crime. (laughs) Terrific. And red lady. Referencing stuff. (laughs) Red lady. Red lady. (laughs) Energize. This episode of James Bonding is brought to you by HelloFresh. You know what it is. It's a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. With HelloFresh, all ingredients are delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging, and it comes pre-measured and handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. And HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. They include the Classic Pan, which comes in a wide variety of meat, fish, and seasonal produce. The Veggie Plan, which has vegetarian recipes with plant-based proteins. And the Family Plan, that's quick and easy meals the whole family will love. Better yet, you can choose a delivery day that works best for your busy schedule, or even pause your account for weeks at a time. You don't have to spend all night in the kitchen, because recipes only take around 30 minutes. There's lots of one-pot recipes for seriously speeding cookie and minimal cleanup. That's right. I said cooking, not cookie. Each week, there's a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for when you really don't have more time than that. And as we know here on James Bonding, you don't have time between all of your secret agenting and preventing of World War II with convoluted plans that you don't have time to understand because, quite frankly, you're busy cooking a 20-minute meal. I've used it. Matt's used it. We both love it. HelloFresh is great. The convenient packaging is out of this world. The delivery day is a huge bonus because I can choose to have it delivered on the day of the week that works for me. And you know what? My wife likes it too because she loves tiny packaging with great labels. She's a big fan of labels. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code BONDING30. Just do it. Bonding 30. You'll get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com and type in the promo code Bonding30. Please. The holidays are coming up. Why not give yourself the gift of Stitcher Premium? They have an incredible Black Friday deal going on that you won't want to miss. You can get 50% off your first payment for a limited time when you go to StitcherPremium.com forward slash Black Friday and use the promo code Black Friday. That's $17.50 for an entire year of Stitcher Premium. You can spend cozy winter night binging on original comedy series like Matt Besser's Stolen Idea or Amanda Lund's The Complete Woman. Amanda has been a guest a number of times on this podcast. You love her. Matt loves her so much so that he married her. You can listen to new episodes each week of premium shows like Big Grande's Teacher Lounge, which the AV says mines pure gold from education's underbelly. Plus, with Stitcher Premium, you can get access to exclusive bonus episodes of your favorite favorite podcasts 
ad-free archives, and hundreds of stand-up comedy albums. I.e., there will be a live episode of James Bonding that is going to be appearing on Stitcher Premium very soon. We're recording it at the UCB Theater on December 7th. So if you're in L.A., come see that. Otherwise, if you can't be here, you can listen to it. And you can do it on Stitcher Premium. And you can do it for seventy fifty for the whole year. Go to stitcherpremium.com forward slash Black Friday. I keep wanting to say Back Friday. It's not That's not a thing. Stitcherpremium.com forward slash Black Friday. And use the promo code Black Friday for 50% off your first payment. I love Thanks, the Chief. set piece gag of him fighting a ton of thugs on the dock all in one giant uh, helicopter shot only to have him blackjacked in the end. That, yeah, that was worth it because yeah. I laughed out loud when that, when there was that crazy wide shot of him just running on the roof. Yeah. Like what's happening? And he's just so like, <laughs> I also, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. Hey guys, uh, yeah. let's, let's get some laps in. But the best part is watching <laughs> the thugs who are probably going, I'm in a James Bond movie, giving it their all yes. and they can't run at full speed because they'll catch up to him too soon. So they're kind of doing like a energetic body, but slow movement double it's, take. It's the equalizer run. What's that? I told you. I think I From told you. From the television the show The Equalizer? Yes. Edward Woodward, <laughs> yes, The Equalizer. I was trying to think of it. Who was an older actor. <laughs> oh, the, it really is. I thought this yes. was some like dance or, or like exercise thing. Dance! Like, <laughs> like do the Equalizer run where no, you, you no, use all the what? energy you no, can, but you run it no. twice or half the speed. No, no, no. <laughs> because he was be older, when he would chase after the criminals, the actors portraying the criminals were always told they had to run – in a way no. that looked like they were hauling ass, but really practically running it? in place. How do you do it? Uh, well, I mean, oh, oh. I'll try to demonstrate. Okay, hold on. Because it was me. demonstrated for me. Take some video of this. All right. This is important. Okay. So, okay. So, the, equal, the equalizer is chasing me. All right? So, here we go. <laughs> And you just so you just slowly move forward, right? <laughs> and then this old man is running is running at top speed. Uh, the equalizer run. The equalizer run. Yeah, they all and also I I wonder how many times they had to do that. Like if they got three or four helicopter sweeps with that right. scene. <laughs> I think of it, I'm like, that's exhausting. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but there's yeah. no clues in it. It's either Connery is so disenchanted that that's the first take and that's all you're going to get from him, or what you're seeing is the fifth take. Yes. Exactly uh, time my favorite know. move in that whole fight is him throwing a stick at four people and them really being taken aback by yeah. that stick. Right. right. That's what nearly gets him away. Yeah. yeah. He really does. stick. Because you, th- you think <laughs> you're going to see some amazing hand to hand combat. No. Some sort of, you know, Robin Hood type, you know, <laughs> staff battle. And then he's like, Ugh, he runs in a door. <laughs> and the music when he jumps into those mattresses, too, is a beep. Also, oh. what, why, have, why is no one following him? They clearly see that yeah. this works. There's many things wrong with this. <laughs> yes. the, the decision to land on your back on an unknown surface... I'm going to assume that's Isn't that the safest way to do it, though? No. If you know what stuff is, sure. If you know that it's a pad, you know what I mean, that you're going to land on, which it was, then sure. But if you're you're jumping on just some crates, (laughs) 
How do you know but if it's soft? Like bags of wheat or something like that. Yeah, but they're not. You don't the, know that. The second one for sure was boxes. Yeah. And, uh, and all I could think was, how do you know what's in those boxes? Yeah. It could be uh, like shipped ninja stars. Because we know they're <laughs> using very it well. It could be yeah. shipped ninja stars. <laughs> it's a common thing to come out of that port. Yeah. Well, they're using them in, in in hordes there. But they watch like the first box. He goes down, and they just watch him. Like, yeah. well, that's that. Yeah. And then the second one, he really takes his time. Where he's yeah. like, oh, that was that was smart. Okay, let's. Oh, there's another one. All right. <laughs> Not a one of them decides to follow the man who nope. clearly landed on soft happiness. Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, he really blazed the trail. They were shipping mattress components. Huh. <laughs> The Japanese pillow, <laughs> pillow industry. The hollow pillow. <laughs> I also noticed something else, um, and I think this is a, an official gloft. Mm-hmm, Gorley, mm-hmm. look out for this. Helga Brandt is wearing a an engagement and wedding ring. Oh, so she's off the market. Yeah, oh, but she's sleeping with Bond, who's her husband. It's not the business guy, right? Like, they're mm. not married. What was his name? Osato? Oh, no. That's the bad guy from Karate Kid 3. Sato. You're right. I should have known that. Karate Kid 3. Sato. What is his name? Osaka. Isn't it like Os- Osato? Osato? Osato. Is it, is it so I was Ron? Definitely close. Ron? Yeah. Ron. <laughs> White man? What, what, uh, uh, hold on. I don't know why this is Here, important. I'll look it up too. Everyone, okay. take a moment. Get your phones out. Sam sent me equalizer run on my phone. I'm doing a good job. It's Osato. Osato. I hope people will yeah. appreciate this when they see it. Is he? Is she married to Osato? Thank you, Sam. Is she? Mrs. Is she Osato? married to Osato? I didn't get that. I thought that he was just her. Is she eleven? Special. Lo- That's a number Osato? eleven. Yeah. Is she eleven in Osato or an item? Is that what you're telling me? Well, Hi, I don't know. I'm 11 Osato. Are there any calls for me? <laughs> but I just want to know, is she She has a husband, which just feels like, does she go ho- home to him at the end of the day and like, I'm... Cook him dinner, right? Yeah. <laughs> my guess Clean is... Clean the house. <laughs> sure. If it makes it better for us, yes. Is he in crime or does she keep it from him? Oh, the husband. Yeah. If it's not Osato. Yeah. Right. Does he know... It can't be Osato because he, he treats her just like a secretary and kills her. I mean, it could be. Wait, you're not putting that past this movie for you to treat your wife like a secretary in the 60s? I think the real bad guy here is whoever was in charge of the wardrobe department and did not tell that actress to take her rings off. Yeah, but also gave her like a Batgirl cowl when she jumps out of the airplane. Did you notice that? Her goggles yeah. have like a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love the way she slowly backs off the wing. It's like, uh, and he not- again, like this crazily elaborate, like it's it's, it's it's a it's a parody at this point, oh, yeah, you know. Completely. But it's like, why did that ever have to be the way to do this? This movie has the biggest uh, egregious example of that, and one that actually thinks very works very well. When he got into that plane with her, did he not go like, "Why do you have a full parachute on? We're just going <laughs> in a little," and why don't I? It's a great question. 
but great question. I will say that I think that the poison down the the thread is an actually a great spy assassin. Yes, yes. absolutely, for sure. Yeah. Yes, and that one is not elaborate. You could see it. It makes sense. It doesn't rely on crazy circumstances. It's effective. It's stealthy. I love that one. What's That's, What's so fun about these movies is the arbitrary decision to be stealthy or not stealthy. Yes, yes. Like why? Yes. Why? Who? What tracks are they covering with the poison thread? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is there going to be some formal inquest right. into this guy's death. And like, hadn't they already they just had a heart attack during the night. To kill him in the ninja training grounds? Was that before or after? That was... Uh, that was before. Before, yeah. yeah. because he wasn't Japanese yet. He was Japanese That's by the right. time of the poison thread, right? <laughs> and boy, was he Japanese. Boy, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> well, should we? Um, we well, got- we should talk about Tiger Tanaka. Yeah. We should talk about his, his uh, M train. Mm-hmm. He's got a train... Yeah. Which he then says, I assume your M has a similar arrangement to which Bond feels that he can't say that he doesn't. So he says, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> doesn't want to embarrass yeah. his boss. Exactly. Um, but, you know, I, I, I love the efficiency with which the Japanese Secret Service is operating here. Yeah. I love how quickly that image is blown up. Mm-hmm. I love how... Right, right. Oh, also... He he starts it by saying, we have this, we blew this up, we could see this writing here. And then everything else is like, <laughs> they didn't think to look any more closely at the picture. James Bond's like, what's that over there? Oh, blow that up. <laughs> <laughs> There's like five different details that they were just like, ah, that's all we have. <laughs> well, how about this? Oh, whoa. <laughs> hey, he's right. Should we check on that ship? <laughs> I think we should check on that ship. <laughs> it's got a name and a registry. We should check on it. No. No Bonson. <laughs> and I also love the the negative having on it the fact that it was who took the picture yes. that they were killed <laughs> as a precaution. Wait, I'm is written on as this. like a That's fucking right. watermark yeah. on the negative. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. When they took it to the drugstore to have it developed. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure they write this. <laughs> also, kill the drugstore developer. We'll take it to a different drugstore. Put that on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I do, I do enjoy uh, the train. I, the train's great. Look. I love, I love all the little nods to Japanese efficiency. Like when Bond shows up and he's told he's three minutes early. Oh, yeah. For the appointment. Yes. You're three and a half minutes early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the x-ray chair in Osato's office. Yeah. It's, it's all of these touches. That office is great. Yeah. It was hilarious to me how far apart they were sitting. Like when Bond, Because he doesn't want yeah. to get radiated by the x-ray yeah, machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bond is sitting in that chair. It's, he's so far away. So far away. But I loved that reflective surface, you know, where yeah. you can see uh, Sean Connery in the reflection. Yeah. It was, that was a great shot. Yeah. Like, stuff like that is, there's a lot of that in this movie that is the really nice touches like that. And this is Lewis Gilbert's first Bond film, too, so... He's, uh, I don't know what else he did before and after much, but he really nailed it for the one similar formula. He did three Bond films that are pretty much the same story. This, so this and which other ones? Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker. And they all begin with a vehicle or vessel being stolen. 
And they all end in a similar way where Bond is joined by an army of some kind to fight another army of some kind in a giant lair right. or in that end case space. And people just indiscriminately throwing grenades. Yes. yes. No, no shit. And just, we uh, have not yeah. had a James Bond movie in, in, in quite a while where an army yeah. joins him in his fight. Yeah. I think is this the first one since we restarted? The cl- well, the closest we have to it is the Marines showing up. Uh, in Goldeneye at the very end, but he's already dispatched yeah, that's everyone. Not, that quite doesn't count, yeah. But it is an army willing to help. That's true. <laughs> Let's talk about little Nelly. Let's talk about little Nelly and her father. That's right. I love, I love his, make sure little Nelly brings her father. Repeat, little Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> she acquitted herself quite honorably. I don't know why I'm That's a toy, Bond. You can't possibly ride this toy. Use my helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put Q's hands at a GoldenEye minus two. Um, I thought these were actually a GoldenEye minus three. Possibly. Uh, let's say They seem a bit smaller. You know about this? (laughs) No, he doesn't know about this ridiculous thing. Desmond Llewellyn's hands are enormous. And I first noticed this on our first film, GoldenEye. So we're ranking that as the baseline. They swell throughout the years. But this one, he you see his forearms. Well, they say your hand. It's like your what your nose, your ears, and your hands. Yeah, never stop growing. Yeah, yeah. Well, his nose and ears are fine, but his hands <laughs> is doing all the work. It is. His, his forearms are giant. Yeah. They're like gorilla I forearms. I did not notice. He picks yeah. up a twelve-inch sub in Goldeneye. And that's really where it's super noticeable. Because does he really? Yes, he does. Because <laughs> because it's the it's the it's the button uh, on the scene. It's the blow to this. The comedic blow to the Q scene is James Bond asking what this does, and he grabs it and says, "Don't touch this. That's my lunch." And it looks like an Olive Garden breadstick in his hand. <laughs> it does. It looks so small. Yeah, but it's quite a large sandwich. Yeah. What's what's unfunnier? That joke. Uh huh. Or the joke that James Bond is making. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like in real life. In real life, right? Uh, so uh, the, this secret agent points at this sandwich and goes, what's that do? And he does that every time, basically. Or the, yeah. Or the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. his joke. What's it going to be? That's an actually, <laughs> that's a beautiful question. <laughs> I think it's, I think the unfunnier thing is the secret agent doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You passed my test. Yeah. Thank oh. you, Paul. Then I'll answer that as well. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I okay. thought you were going to do it. No. I'm saying the same answer. Well, say it, though. Uh, the, the secret agent doing that joke. You have passed my test. I had hope so. <laughs> if you at home have passed uh, Paul's test, <laughs> please tweet yeah. Matt Did you Gourley. pass the test? We want to hear from you. Get out your phones. Text us one for yes, two for one. Also, draw a pirate, turtle, or other thing to see if you have the skills to be an artist. The pirate is the hardest. <laughs> Is this the only James Bond movie with time lapse time lapse photography, where they show little Nelly just being assembled on its own? Uh, those, that's not time lapse. That's a more montage? of a time cut. Okay, yeah. Um, but yes, I think it is. Yeah, it is kind of fun. It like, is fun. say it's you don't different. know what you're watching it for the first time, you have no idea. Little Nelly's this tiny personal helicopter with a bunch of machine guns. I love that it comes in like alligator skin. <laughs> oh, with too. with with <laughs> travel stamps on it. Like yeah. Yeah. Q has to yeah, tell yeah. everyone where he's been with this. And a man per case, all dressed in this kind of you know we're out in the east, so we get to wear <laughs> shorts kind of thing. I and chukka boots. I I adore. I adore. Desmond Llewellyn yeah. in this. He really is just... And when he's going through the paces and he's talking about how 
It fires heat-seeking stinger missiles at a rate of 60 per minute when there's clearly two on the helicopter. (laughs) He's just like, man, if we had the space, we'd fire 60. (laughs) Well, 60 per minute. It's insane. Um, Little Nelly is one of those Bond gadgets that is much like the jetpack, a practical thing that existed in life. Or the jet in Octopussy. Yeah, or the too, jet in yeah. Octopussy that is that is used in a James Bond movie. I can't believe they haven't used one of those ridiculous um, water cannon jetpacks, you know, like oh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio floats you, you, around. You, you can't <laughs> – he's, he's, he's your poster out. boy for the water-powered jet To me, shoots. it will always be that news blooper of <laughs> yeah, the, of course. Of the course. guy – like the big build up, take it away, and then he just instantly falls into the water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. And until it's so uh, good, and until uh, the early part of this century, I always associated crushing wine with your feet as Lucy and, uh, and Vivian Vance. However, now it's been overtaken by the news lady. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna have to revisit these. <laughs> You'll be glad you did. You'll be glad you did. You'll be glad you did. In this world, take the joy where you can. I got another gloft when they showed the um, Russian rocket taking off. Yeah. It's clearly America because they've got palm trees and a road sign down low that says, Slippery when wet. (laughs) Oh, hilarious. I did not notice that. That is a great gloft. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The missile hits a bald eagle. There, also, I have to say, this whole re-entry of this spacecraft landing in the in the volcano, so far beyond any technology yeah. until very recently with right. these SpaceX. They're, they're only now just figuring that out. Yeah. yeah. And also, I have to say, again, as a, early fan, a space of early f- space travel, fan of early space travel, there is no way that this rocket has enough fuel in the staging that it has. It's right. just... But no one knew that. Why am I complaining? No one cares. <laughs> it's all right. No one cared then. <laughs> I went to this castle, Himeji Castle, when I was in Japan. And uh, I, Amanda, like, humored me because she's, well, let's go see this thing. It's in the James Bond movie. We'll take a picture. It was the hottest day. It was so hot. On when, record? Yeah. Love saying that. For me in Japan for that week, it was the hottest day on record. And we walked this long walk to get there, and we got there, and we, the tickets, we bought tickets for whatever, like the grand tour, like see it all. Yeah. We got in the gates, uh-huh. huge line to get up in this thing, and we went, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we went out front, took the best possible picture we could to yeah. connect with one of the scenes from You Only Live Twice, uh-huh. but that's it. I never saw the inside. You know, you should have gone to Hal's Moving Castle like I told you to. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you go to a castle that's just sitting there? <laughs> Cagliostro Castle. <laughs> Lupin. I do. I am I am endlessly fascinated by, for some reason, uh, locations that were in I movies. am too, yeah. Like, it's still... Even the, in name. Like, I want to know where the street is where those two little women with the speakers in their purse, the microphones in their purse are. Yeah. And how that's changed. You know, there's a great... I'll plug it. I I saw it on... I had seen it as on a Reddit post... And I think you could find it pretty easily in, on YouTube. There's a travel video a guy did of Tokyo at night. And it is – he doesn't talk. He's simply shooting it with a beautiful camera. He it's minds. Tokyo at night and he's walking through – you're just walking through Tokyo. And I have never 
felt more like I was in a place than when I watched wow. this video. Current day Tokyo? Yes. Oh, wow. And it's like, I'd like to see that. he's like walking through and he, you know, he'll poke his uh, camera in one of the small sushi stands or one of the small ramen stands and he just, it's beautiful. Hmm. It, and I highly recommend it. I'll find Great. it. I'll find it and I will tweet out the link. Great. 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 Agreed. Kids, you're going to go to Japan from your computer. <laughs> When he does show up at Himeji Castle and he sees Tanaka again and Aki, and they've already spent the night together. Mm. They sure have, And man. he gives her such a cursory douche nod, like just, you know, she's kind of looking at him with a smile, and he just, Tiger, and then looks at her and kind of just does a, you know, like a barely any Yeah, I remember. I fucked you. Yeah. I just felt like, even out of character for Bond, it was too much. Yeah. You know, give the girl some acknowledgement that you shared some intimacy. Intimacy? Intimacy. Really having trouble with my words the most days, but especially today. <laughs> this is the first day we've been able to record in a, like the AM hours. Saturday. It's unbelievable. And here I am not feeling like my brain's working. We're going to get there. used to it. Next yeah. week for the final Paul and Paul Vember. Have we talked to Sheer yet? We got to call a Paul. Yeah. We need a Paul. There's got to be another Paul. Paul do you know any other Pauls? Oh, I know all of them. Oh, great. Yes. Let's get Paul Gleason. <laughs> Paul, who are the other famous Pauls? Giamatti. Paul who, Giamatti. Who are the other famous Paul, Pauls? Paul McCartney. Sure. We'll get McCartney. Good one. Yeah, yeah, He'd be yeah. a good yeah. guy. Well, he's, he's involved. He did the theme yeah, song to good. We'll Do Little Remember, Let Die. Yeah. Little Let Die, he did. Yeah. 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 I did. It was cool. It was cool. It was really cool. It was fun, huh? We had a great time. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything right today. I am having such a struggle this morning. Oh what is, I God. thought we were going to just hit it out of the park with I you know, today. I'm just a mother of the We totally had a great time. <laughs> had a great time. <laughs> oh, we had a great time, my Paul McCartney. God. <laughs> Uh, Fab Fo is playing tonight at uh, the Wiltern. Jimmy Vivino's Beatles cover band, which is go. phenomenal. Jimmy Vivino. From the Conan's Conan band. O'Brien band. Oh, right. Yeah. So who does he play? Well, it's not a Beatles impersonation band. Yeah, it's okay. a cover so, band. Oh, take it easy. Okay. It's a cover I'm band. sorry. But they play everything in-house uh, as it's recorded live. So, you know, everything from... You know, if there's a sitar in the song, that'll be on stage at the same time oh, going. It's there. So wait, same time as what? As the same time as the rest of the music is being okay, played. Okay, that's usually how it's done. So, for instance, let's say <laughs> Am you're... Am I not understanding what you're saying or are you saying <laughs> He's saying because they would have overdubbed in the studio, but right, they're, doing yeah. they're doing it live. Right. Which right. Which they're doing it live. Which in a live show, the I would hope they would do it at the same time. Because when you go see like a Rain or a 1964 The Tribute, for instance, these are all Beatles impersonation bands. When you go see one of those. Wait, one of them is called 1964 The Tribute? Yes, because they do the Ed Sullivan set, essentially, and then they'll go in and do the rest of it. That's uh, why they're called that. Hmm. Guys, hmm. the point is. It starts with a reenactment of the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> Just to set the where America was yes. at that point. We were ready to embrace something. That's right. And now we're going to cut to a scene in Vietnam where American advisors are going through the Mekong Delta. Welcome to the best exotic marigold hotel. <laughs> I am Paul McCartney. <laughs> should, should, I can't do anything right today. Should you uh, need anything? Oh, my God. Throw, ask cold. me to do an impression right now. Let's see how it comes Well, out. let's see if maybe you could go away and Ian Fleming could drop in. I don't even have faith in that, but let's see what happens. I do have to pee. Walter PPK. Hollyo. <laughs> Hollyo. 
Hallio. I'm Ian Fleming. No, it's not no. there. Hallio. I say, what are there, there he goes. <laughs> He's got it now, old boy. Fireworks and all that. Crackle, crackle. Do you watch the network Crackle for Robotech reruns? <laughs> Do you, Sam? <laughs> Sam? Wait. Ian. Sam. Sam. Yes. Is that, is that what you're doing? My favorite networks are is, Crackle. Yeah. Verve. Oh, poor Cizo. <laughs> um, um, True TV. Uh-huh. I love pra- impractical jokers. <laughs> Don't you know? I love it. But I must be going. Uh, well, take care. Bye. Bye. Well, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Christ. He can't get it back. Christ. <laughs> Rough morning, rough morning. <sighs> Let's go back to my notes. All oh, right. Oh, I got one. Bond's outfit at one point when he's at Hemeji Castle is a pink button-up, like Oxford shirt, business slacks, and like Birkenstock sandals. Did you notice this? No. Yeah. Open-toed, Ugh. barefoot Birkenstock sandals. Ooh, that's the worst <laughs> kind. Yeah, pretty good. Um, Do you think we'll ever see James Bond in Crocs? God, no. Unless he has to be a chef. For some sort of mission. We've seen him in a crocodile. Yes, we have. That's the closest we'll get. We've seen him on an alligator. Yeah. yeah <laughs> We've right. seen him in alligator shoes. Can I just say, on the subject of Crocs, mm. I bought a pair of Crocs to uh, uh, complete a Cake Boss costume. <laughs> Crocs are extremely comfortable. <laughs> I, oh. There had to be something to them, right? It's It was crazy. What, like, I put them way? on... They just it, they, they just feel good. It's yeah, like an air cushion, right? Yeah, it's really weird. Do it's yours really have weird. Heels that's like are covered on both sides, or are they kind of open heeled? I think they're open. Those I have I trouble with. I wonder if these are form-fitting enough because I have some slippers that. Are well, they do have. If I oh. correct, if I'm wrong, Paul, your Crocs. No, I will. Your Crocs may have a strap that goes back. Yes, to the back there's of the a strap. Heel. There's yeah. a strap. Yes. I can't do open-heeled things. They fall off. I kick them off. Like when I walk, they fly off my feet. Now I think with the strap, you're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't like any shoe like that. Like yeah. I don't. I don't like flip flops. I don't like. I don't like slide sandals. You know Ugh. what I mean? Because I feel like I, it's all about trying to keep them on my yeah, feet. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to have to flex my foot to keep yeah. footwear on. I don't want to flex my foot. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm tired of it. I will not flex my foot. <laughs> Paul McCarty? Oh, Sir Paul McCarty. hello. How do you do? Thumbs up, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Linda, wrote the reggae part of Live and Let Die. <laughs> oh, that's why it's not as good. Mm. Um, it is good. The like reggae part, the reggae yes. breakdown. Paul. It fits in Paul. with the movie. I that's I love that song. I love that it's song. The, it's one of the best. I never it's thought the about best. that. That it's it it's does Jamaican, yeah. right? But yeah. they, are they in Jamaica? Yeah, they sure as fuck are. Oh, that's Jamaica. Yeah. All right. Fine. You've changed my opinion on this song. I've held for thirty some odd years. I did it. <laughs> No, I think it's the second best. Nobody does it better. Is my favorite. You only live twice, guys. Come on. That's your f- huh, interesting. Interesting. Anyway, when it becomes Japanese, what a bunch of bullshit! It is time to talk about that. Yes, when I in my so I remembered that he undergoes this procedure, but I forgot what what was involved, which is a bunch of women standing around their underwear, mm-hmm. naturally <laughs> surgical underwear. 
<laughs> but are they are they actually performing a are we supposed to believe they're performing a surgery on him? Or are we supposed to believe because there's a wig there? Not a surgery. A it seems to be just a it's makeup just makeup situation. Yeah. But okay. he's on a surgical table. Yes, it's the whole like. Why did he? He needs to be lying down because they're going to put makeup on him. But he doesn't look. He doesn't look any different. Is at he all. asleep? No. Like, no. For some reason, I'm picturing him. No, he makes a joke. <laughs> That's right. What? He makes a joke. We we just cover the parts that don't show in the show. Uh, just what? cover the parts that show. All right. Why don't you just cover the? Why don't you just cover the parts <laughs> that show? <laughs> they somehow managed to make him less Japanese as a Japanese person. Yeah. Or more like he looks more like Frank Langella. Like middle-aged Frank Langella. <laughs> he does. He does. I will say, though, that I think his uh, Japanese wig is better than his American toupee. American <laughs> British toupee. Sorry. He can swim in it? Yeah. yeah. It's it really, won't come off. It, it, they do a great job with that. But his this posture he strikes, he just looks not only older than his Japanese bride, but he, he truly looks like her father. Like he's walking oh, around with yeah. her and looks like- Yeah, yeah. He just, looks infirm. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. And also he's so listless. You can tell it's hot because everyone's sweating in these scenes. Yeah. And he, he's just so tired. It, it, this is when the energy of the film gets sucked out for me and yeah. then I lose it a little bit. Yeah, and it does It does sort of stay at that level. I think from the, from the point of him arriving on that island to the point of- them break him breaking the astronauts out of the volcano layer. Uh, that yeah. that section of the movie it drags. I wish they could just lift it and put a title card. Oh, there's so much that it's just not justified. Right. You know what I mean? Like that they really the whole wedding, all of that stuff. The idea that he has to get married, right? All of that they could have lifted out. That's why I wonder if they're just putting that in there for some reason for the first time ever, having some loyalty to the book because he he just retires in Japan for a while right. in this book. Well, it's it's because because it's in the book, it's because it's production value. You know, you're seeing yeah. this ceremony. Yeah. It's another girl that they're getting in there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's 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 a bunch of things that are not necessary yeah. at all. Yeah. And but his, his prosthetic eyelids go away. Did you yes, they, they do. They do. Yeah, they do. Because at one point, after he doesn't have the wig anymore, I'm like, wait, does he still have the eyes or no? No, yeah. I guess he doesn't. I guess they're just gone. Yeah. yeah, and they're gone after that makeup scene. They're they're never there. They're not there for the wedding or anything like that. He doesn't have them on. Are they there a little bit for? No, the I wedding? think they're there so, a little bit for the wedding. I don't know. But but um, when he notice he, he notices doors that I don't notice. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Matt might be right I could, here. I could be wrong though. <laughs> when he kneels down and you first see the Japanese priest, what are the, what are sure. they be? Say his first little bit. Mm-hmm. Connery gives this look like such like Western racism where he just kind of rolls his eyes like, here we go. Uh, but is this he, gobbledygook <laughs> language? Is he not? Is he not prepping himself for the pig face? Whatever. Well, no, this is after the pig oh, it's face, right? Yeah, this is post pig face. Pig face. He's there with pig face. Because first he's standing there, and he, and he really looks hungover. Yeah, like where he's he's <laughs> when it's the fake out of the women, the parade of bridesmaids or yes. whatever, and then he sees her, and then yeah, so then it's the beginning of the marriage ceremony. Yeah. where boy, oh boy. <laughs> I did want to very briefly touch on one thing in that in the plane scene with Helga Brandt. The uh, structure of the plane is such that that wood has nowhere to be. It hiding. would have had to have been outside. <laughs> the wood is hanging outside of the plane. Yeah. That's like an R two D two in some of those prequel ships. Is uh, just his head sticking out, and it's in a wing this thick. Uh, and also, that's the 
That's the mechanism. Like, also, wood? <laughs> it's wood. Not, yeah, it's not like clamps on his wrist no. or something or metal. Yeah. It's just it's, like a weird cutting board. It's, it's a writing desk. It's just like yeah. a sheet of pine. We're done with that cheese tray. Now it's time for you to be trapped. <laughs> Maybe that's what it normally is. Now that that would be justified. Is it man, normally a cheese talk. tray? That would be justified. I'd eat a cheese tray right now. I'd love to have a flying cheese plate. Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's the best kind. Retractable cheese plate? Uh, That's the next thing With I a want. brie and maybe a sharp cheddar? If that came out a of a wall. Retractable cheese plate, you're bringing me down. Why you gotta do me so wrong? <laughs> Not gonna eat any of the dates. I'd put one of those in my house. You know what I also want is a little monorail just to go around the property. That monorail oh, is the I'm talking about the Blofeld monorail. The Blofeld, yes. the Blofeld monorail it's, is so shoddy. It's really adorable. Is. It's, at the end, when he goes to, he knows where that rock is. Oh, <laughs> open up a rock, and it's like it's shaking all around. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> it shudders to a stop. <laughs> And essentially, it looks like it's always on, and he's lifting the brake off of it. (laughs) That's why I want one at, like, you know, imagine just a neighborhood suburban house, but one Mm -hmm. that goes around the perimeter that you Uh, would not need. You could sooner walk across it quicker than being in this, just to have one of those. (laughs) (laughs) It is, when, when Connery is going to hide in it, I feared for it toppling over. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem super stable. I just don't. The other thing I love in this is the astronauts, the conversation the astronauts are having when he's about to bust them out. Oh, yeah. What are they talking about? You know, we're called cosmonauts in our country. (laughs) They they were just getting around it. They were like just getting around it. Just sharing war stories about being astronauts. The line right before that is like, I wish you'd stop calling me astronaut. Yeah. Like, I've been putting it up with it for three weeks. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm fucking sick of it. How you doing over there, fellow astronauts? Also, why wouldn't they already know (laughs) Know their names? Why wouldn't they have just been calling each other by their names? They would absolutely know who each other were. Oh, my God. For sure. There's not, like, so many people in space. Yeah, they were celebrities at that (laughs) point. They were like, who are you again? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're also a space guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, me too. What a coincidence. You were orbiting the Earth at a high rate of speed? Oh, yeah, I'm Buzz Aldrin. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's you. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) God. God. I mean, you know, those Gemini capsules were like, it was like, it was like Buzz Aldrin and Jim Lovell were in one mission yeah. together. Yeah. And like Ed White and Gus Grissom, like all these super famous cover of life magazine astronauts. Yeah. And hey, Buzz, get a load of that. It's a real comet. Streak it through the sky. <laughs> I wish they would have caught one that just had a dog or a chimpanzee in it, too. That yeah, capture a, yeah. a monkey. <laughs> And Bond had to bust him out, and like he would run along with him in the. Also, yeah, the other the other delightful thing about it, so 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 Bond spy movie is that he busts open the door with an explosion, and then he stands back while the correct number of bad guys enters the room, so they each get one. Oh yeah, yes, they yeah. each get one to knock yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very important. I, the you know I, I know that in these movies it's like. You suspend your disbelief for, you know, certain things, uh, you know, matters of convenience Mm -hmm. or whatever. But when he changes into the human fly thing, 
to to go to go into the volcano. Oh yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's he's not even carrying a bag. That's what I, when I saw him do that, I comes thought I must have missed no, something. No, it comes from absolutely nowhere. She, he's like, go tell the the other men that the, I need help down here. And then so like, cuts. She like, we see her running away. Then it comes back and putting the outfit yeah, on. Yeah. Like that absolutely came from nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. Go back to Tanaka. Tell him to bring everyone you got. Yeah. Is that a cut scene? I don't know because he's up there in his casual disguise clothes, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah his yeah, fisherman yeah. outfit. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I was, by the way, delighted by how real that fake metal water looked. It looks great. Yeah. This they, set, they, I really mean, good. this set is. It's great. It's incredible. It's great. It's great. I also noticed something for the first time. There is an old timey red farmer tractor right in the middle of it that pulls a little cart, but it's just a bright red. You know, the old tractors that weren't huge, but they have the big back tires sure. and then a little engine up front, but you sit on that little saddle seat. Yeah. Just one of those parked in there for no reason. It the, seems so out of place because it's so the quaint. Explosion. <laughs> Of this place when it finally goes up. Completely unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> when it finally, when this beautiful architecture marvel is blown up. Waste of real estate. Uh, it does blow up and then lava's pouring out of it, right? Like well, it makes I think this it, volcano I think it active sets off again. the volcano. They managed to keep the, vo- the volcano at bay <laughs> <laughs> with the construction of this gigantic base. Uh, it is, uh, it is. Well, they sacrifice people to I the I mean, piranha. before, actually, I want, before we get to the explosion. Glowing piranha, by the way. Before we get to the explosion, I do want to talk about Donald Pleasance. Okay. Yeah. I think that this makeup is great. Yeah, it is. It's really, really good. For sure. And I like him. I like him. Yeah, he's terrific. He's doing a great job. And, uh, you know, the cat, there's so many fucking shots of this cat. (laughs) When, what's your name, gets eaten by the piranhas. (laughs) And they have an instrument of him petting the cat. And he's just petting the cat faster. Like, yes. yeah. He does, yeah. yeah. He does his, his mood reflects on how he pets the cat. It happens later, too. Yeah. I want to know the story of this actual cat. And I think we may have talked about this before, but was it a pet or was it like just one of those stage movie cat? cats that lives in a cage its whole life? Was it one cat? Was it more than one cat? There's the famous picture of GIF of it, and you see it in the movie yeah. when it's freaking out and Donald Pleasance is like basically. Oh, I haven't it. seen that. I'll look at it. I haven't show seen you. that. Oh, it's towards to, the very. He's end. trying to wow. wrangle that cat, and yeah. it is not going well. <laughs> like I guarantee, Donald Pleasant's skin was broken by oh. this cat. It is. <laughs> I. This is the the movie that introduces all of the tropes of James Bond, as far as your volcano layers yes. and your 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 flesh eating uh, fish danger, <laughs> your 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 go away bridges that will. <laughs> That are not stable to begin with. Oh, <laughs> this is the gif. Paul's reaction. That cat doesn't look real. I know it looks. It looks. Um, it looks like an insane puppet. Well, it looks traumatized and abused, and not just in this moment. Doesn't look happy. No, that's, no. True. that's true. Yeah. Um. Uh, wait. What we're talking about that, the tropes. The, uh, the yes, bridge. Yes. The, yes. Yes. Which is so flimsy. Like I feel like in the movie they should have used two bridges. They should have used one for the for the scene where they're dropping the thing. Oh, the out. bridge over the piranhas. The bridge over the piranhas, yeah. because it is so. When they are running across it, it is so bouncy. Yeah, yeah. When she when she gets nails her head, she hits so hard. What? Oh, I didn't notice that. She lands so hard on her ass, and it looks like 
Oh, did she break her back? Yeah. <laughs> like, she, does she yeah. have permanent spine damage? And it looks like a clear a concussion. Hard hit. It looks like yeah. a clear concussion. Yeah, oh. she hits she hits hard on her ass and then her head on the back of the thing, uh-huh. and then she slides into the water. It's really it's a it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard Oof. hit. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> it's another pretty good fight with um what's that guy's name? Who's the henchman? Does he have a name? Oh yeah, the big blonde dude. Yeah, and he never speaks, right? No, 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 no. He, 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 I feel like it's like Hans. I think it's literally Hans. Is it his name? About right. Same as the guy from Tomorrow Never Dies. Isn't his name Hans? Or no, his name is Hans. <laughs> I'm gonna look here. What is his name? Is in here? Yeah, it's Hans. Ronald Rich played Hans. Then what's the other guy's name? His his name has like Lech. Oh, what's it matter? Hanlek. Hanlek. Long. He is six feet eight. <laughs> what? Too tall. Yeah. Jeez. What's that guy's name in Tomorrow Never Dies? It's going to drive me crazy. That, I don't the need beginning this of that information fight. in my head. Wait, Tomorrow <laughs> Never Dies is uh, Stomper. Stomper, yeah. Stomper. Mm. Stomper. Stomper. The beginning of that fight is not great because James Bond just walks up to the guy and gets punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> also like, what like was that opening game? I would love, I, I would love a super Let's cut. Let's see how hard this guy can hit. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking for a super cut. All right. Now I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> I would love a super cut of James Bond furiously punching henchmen and the look of him realizing ah, it has had yeah. no effect. Ah, yeah. So Indiana if you can collect too. that for me, yeah. <laughs> I would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, we'll send you a signed poster. Yeah. If you're the first to make that. I love this now that we Fair have deal. things to offer. That's right. Oh, yeah. Pretty soon, look in the merch store, podswag.com slash bond. There will be signed um, James Bonding posters done by the wonderful Kyle Steed. The artwork is fantastic. It's the most beautiful thing ever. And I noticed... Good call to action. I noticed on the poster, which I had not noticed until I was signing him this morning, that he correctly put my watch on my... Right hand. I wear my watch on my right hand, too, when I wear a watch. I'm a lefty, so I wear it on the opposite hand of most people. I'm a righty. You're just a weirdo. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. But why? Why are you not? Yeah, I've never quite I don't know why. It just naturally, my inclination was to put it on this hand. I still don't understand I think it's so you can have your dominant hand free to do things and also check the time. Oh, I see. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's the first time it's ever made sense to me. Yeah. Paul wears his on his correct. I wear mine on my correct all the way around. <laughs> He's on his correct. It goes over here and topwise. And then I look at it and I say, uh-huh. <laughs> you always agree with the time. <laughs> yep. You never disagree. Here's the thing. I'm always guessing what time it is. And you're always I look right. at my watch for confirmation. I'm always right. <laughs> uh-huh. or, is it a give or take 30 seconds or are you just spot on? Every spot on. <laughs> Japanese efficiency. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins is right about the time 247,000 times a day. Uh, Okay, so let's now – I feel like now we can really just dig into Pleasance's performance. I think they they play him without being seen until he asks Hans to move on. Over so he can see. But it implies James. the whole time he's yeah. not been in the movie is someone's been in his way. Yeah. yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. He's yeah. been there the whole we like, haven't just haven't seen him. Are we going to get my close up? Could you move? You made a fatal error. You only live twice, Mr. Bond. You brought your air conditioning unit into the space. Capsule. I do love Donald Pleasance in almost everything I've seen him in. Because yeah. he, he starts legit, he's in this, the great yeah. escape, and he gets really campy in Halloween and stuff, but He's just great. And then the other Carpenter yes. movies like Escape from New York and um, what's the church one? 
Escape from church? That's no, that's my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Poignant. Uh, what is it? Uh, Prince of Darkness. Okay. Oh yeah, which I've never seen. Oh yeah. Did I've you go to the Carpenter it. performance? When no, he was but playing? I did go to a screening of that movie at that church in downtown LA. They, wow, sh- they showed that's the movie very at cool. that church. Yeah. Shout out to Jay Cheel. Friend who made it happen. Get your shout outs. Shout out. Guys, I don't want to be a party pooper. Yeah. No, you must. But my time is drawing short. No, um, I think it's time to wrap this Beautifully, up. Beautifully, anyway. we are near We have the two end of things we got to do to wrap it up, and that I is. Cut this part out where I said that so I don't look like a jerk. You know what? We're not going to. We're going to let everyone know. Fair enough. <laughs> we, we, what we have to get you, going too, Paul. Uh, <laughs> what would you rate this on a zero to a zero, zero, seven? <laughs> zero, zero, seven being the best. That's how we rate the James Bond films. <laughs> And then Matt will grace us with his choice for next movie. I'm going to give this a 002. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, for, just for interest, what would you give Live and Let Die and Dr. No since we've done those on here before? Live and Let Die, I'm going to give a 006. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Dr. No, I would give a 006. And Dr. No, because like, I think, you know, I, I cut, I cut a lot of slack for being the first yeah. Yeah. and introducing a lot of fun stuff. And, you know, okay. this one, I just felt like it felt very airless to me. I agree. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. was, it was slow and it was not fun. Right. He clearly wasn't having a good time. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the stuff that was good was really good, but there's a lot of stuff in between where it's just like, that is, you know, we're spinning our wheels here. That's mm-hmm. interesting. You know? I uh, I do think even though that this one this one suffers from being middle of the road, which is the greatest sin for a Bond film for me, mm-hmm. and I, as we know, I don't like that. But I do give it credit for but the greatest virtue of the music that you like. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm just putting that together. That's yeah. what they used to call yacht rock, right? Yeah, it used middle to be of the called road. middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, M-O-R, yeah. yeah. yeah I love it. I mean, even my favorite Bond songs, some of them are like that, like uh, All Time High by yeah. Rita yeah. Coolidge. Yeah. What a dismissive term. <laughs> Middle of the road, yeah. yeah. What, what genre of music do you do? Nothing special. <laughs> it's not great. It's not terrible. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Point is, you won't have a strong feeling either way. <laughs> it, it created some big, big shoes to fill for the rest of the Bond films. Totally. I don't know about that. Um, I like the plot. I'm going to go strictly Middle of the Road 3.5. Double O. That is one hundred percent correct. This is as far as I'm concerned. Right or wrong? I didn't know there was a. (laughs) This is this this is opinion defined. This defines the genre of middle of the road James Bond movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one is no Thunderball, which is for me bottom. This is no Goldfinger, which is like great job. Mm -hmm. This is. It's also the first to to bloat the biggest to get to the extreme of the bubble before it goes back. Yes. You got yeah. You, know, you only yeah. live twice. Moonraker completely. Uh, What's next after this? Well, on Her Majesty's Secret. Oh, okay, that's yeah. That's the next film, which is relatively summer. down to earth in yeah. terms of a movie and like just this. Yeah. a beautiful story. Mm. Um, well, glad I got to do this one. So well, we you could be back. We don't, <laughs> well, that that we're would not keep us them. in our Paul months. We're, we're we're doing them in no order. We won't Paul. make you. We're just right. we won't that's make true. you. We're that's just we're true. just picking whatever. Although, look, you heard what that guy on Instagram told me. 
You should have been watching on her Secret <laughs> Service, Paul. You're so stupid. Um, okay, so uh, I did the last thing I wanted to point out about the movie was the explosion scene. If you're watching on a Blu-ray, play, pay close attention to the miniature that's blowing up as you will watch tiny miniature humans bounce up and down stiff as a board. Oh, I wish I noticed up, that. As it's Shit. blowing up. That's Love a Myra's lookout for this wow. part of the... Uh, now... Okay, we have one. Uh, we have now done a Connery. We've hit everybody except for one man. Wait, you're going to do it already? I thought we were saving that for Christmas. We're saving it. Well, isn't it? Isn't it going to be Christmas by the time we're? I guess doing it's the that? season. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you're then right. I'll change it up right no, now. No, well, hold on. It's, it's your choice. Season. I don't want to take your choice. Uh, this will be. This will come out on the twenty first, and then. That would mean the next. Okay, so it would this be will December fifth is would be our next film. Okay, and then we won't have another film until essentially December twenty first. No, nineteenth. So we, we could literally save it. Okay, so we should save it for yeah. around there. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, then I think the next film that we're going to watch. Oh boy. You got to say it. This is the toughest part. I, it is always the I, toughest I part. We this. always think about it beforehand, and then we are put on the spot, and we change our minds. Is there any order to this? No, or no, no order it's whatsoever. Just, we trade. It's preference. just dealer's choice. Yeah. Are you the dealer this time? This time I am yeah. the dealer. All Matt right. chose this. Oh boy. Do you want to cut? Here it is. Paul Here it is. Go and then, all right. Here it is. <laughs> oh, Paul. If you need to go, go. I got to see what this is going to be. It's die another day. I love it. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? We can announce this. Let's do that for our live show at UCB on the 7th. But that, that show. That will live in infamy? Yes. But that oh, show that goes be behind after. Stitcher. That goes, that's behind that the right? paywall. Behind the yeah. paywall. That's behind the paywall. So oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, so, so we're going to do, so we're gonna do a real. Yeah. All right. No. So Diner of the Day. Kid. I'm looking forward to this. North Korea is in the news right now. I figure why not? Fun. <laughs> is Fun. it? Is it? <laughs> Paul, thank you very much. Where can people find you and what can they find you doing? I am uh, at PF Tompkins on all the social platforms. Um, I have my own podcast, Spontaneous Nation, that comes out every Monday on the Earwolf Network. Um, and very excited to be returning to Sketchfest, um, San Francisco, uh, uh, January 12th and 13th so far. I'm doing a bunch of shows, um, including Spontaneous Nation Live and um, uh, Work Juice Improv. And of course, Super Ego Forgotten Classics, we the could, second time we've ever done it live. We had a great, uh, great time doing it in New York. I Proof think of concept. That's right. And is it fair to say we know the title now? Should we announce it? You tell me. I think so. Yeah, what is it going to be? Lady Chatterley's Lover. There we go. Lady Chatterley's Lover. This is a James Bonding exclusive. Exclusive. Um, and so, uh, yeah, tickets. You can get tickets for all the shows that I'm doing at pauleftompkins.com slash live. Thank you, Paul. Look for Matt and I also that weekend. There we go. That's right. Oh, yeah. is it going to happen? I think it's going to. I think I'm going to fly to New York from San Francisco. Is it going behind the paywall, though? No. It'll do whatever it wants. <laughs> it does whatever we're contractually obligated for it to do. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody. James Bonding will return. Earwolf is now on the Amazon Echo. They just released a new skill for the Echo smart speaker called Daily Earwolf. 
Now you can ask Alexa to play the funniest moments from your favorite Earwolf shows. Just download the Daily Earwolf skill from Amazon Skill Store. And if you're a fan of Hello from the Magic Tavern, and who isn't, you can also download Magic Tavern Adventure. <gasps> that sounds wonderful. It's a special interactive episode we did of Hello from the Magic Tavern where you can affect the choices we make in the podcast. <laughs> I don't think anyone can affect my choices. I want to interactive. No, Chunt, you interact. It, it just means that. Yeah, I want to interactive. Where's the door? So if you're listening to this right now and you want to say, Chunt, I wish you were not having this misunderstanding, you could yell that at your Amazon echo and it would happen finally you dear listener can help us choose our own adventure download these awesome new skills and remember you can play any earwolf podcast right from your echo new skills time to level up new skills time to level up level level i'm bad at being an echo Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.